0: Hello everyone welcome to NISA Today FC. I'm Josh Taylor and for our championship preview in NISA this week, we've got another exciting episode for you tonight and we have Michigan Stars defender Anthony Bowie. So Anthony shares with us his journey in soccer and what's it like playing in his home state for the Michigan Stars, and how the Michigan Stars made it all the way to the final. And they're very excited to host this game on Sunday as they prepare to face Albion San Diego. So this is going to be a good interview, guys. So here we go. Anthony Bowie joining us on this of the day, FC podcast.
1: Yunchai is up there. That's a nice little run from Robert Yunchai, the birthday boy. Oh, it might find Bowie! It has!
0: Michigan Stars take the lead! Some hugs for Bowie, a lot of them for Robert Yunchai who set it up. Set up front, Steven Yunchai from the corner on the Chick-fil-A corner kick. Across, header that, and oh, this one unable to be is. deflected away by Gonzalez. Here it
1: is, the opening goal.
0: Michigan Stars Football Club making one to nothing here inside of Finley Stadium. What a score! That was amazing. Great, straightforward corner kick. There's Leon Marriage getting the goal. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to Nissan Today FC. I'm your host Josh Taylor, and joining me tonight, representing the Michigan Stars is defender Anthony Bowie Anthony thanks for joining me tonight
1: Josh thanks for having me I appreciate it
0: oh Anthony as I mentioned earlier before we uh, we started the interview it's been a long time since we did interviews of course as the audience knows I used to work for Chicago house you know Anthony Bowie used to play for Chicago house and we used to do these interviews all the time during practice and you know after games and stuff like that so Kind of getting back the mojo and doing this again—it's it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's it's good to be back, and it's uh, good to be talking with you. And I'm I'm happy to sit down for this interview with you.
0: Now, Anthony, uh, just talk about um, your 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 experience uh, with uh, with the stars and how it's been going for you so far.
1: It's been a good experience. I mean, every year brings their own difficulties and challenges, and for me, I've had couple injuries this year and some ups and downs and in, in terms of performances and everything with the team. So it's, it's been a transition. I've played multiple positions as well. So, um, there's been some challenges this year, but there's been a lot of high moments as well. I mean, we're, we're going into the NISA finals and it's a great group of guys. And we also won the NISA independent cup. So there, there's been some highs and there's been some lows. So it's been, it's been a good season.
0: Now, Anthony, How did you uh, get involved uh, with playing soccer?
1: That's a great question. It's Ever since I can remember, I was playing soccer. I mean, my dad, he played in college. He came here to the U.S. and everything. And, you know, since I was little, since I could start walking, there was always a ball around. And I also played basketball and baseball growing up, but soccer was the one that stuck longer term.
0: Now, Anthony... Your soccer journey has been, you know, kind of crazy. You you started out with Grand Rapids FC, and then you went to play college soccer at Western Michigan University with the Broncos. Then you played, spent some time with uh, Flint City, Kalamazoo. And then, of course, uh, last year you played with Chicago House Athletic Club. And then, uh, of course, this year you're now playing with the Michigan Stars. So can you kind of just... Talk about briefly talk about your your soccer journey so far.
1: It's been great. I mean one of the things that I've always enjoyed with, with all those opportunities they they've been close to home and so having family in the stands and family there supporting me it's been it's been a journey that I couldn't do alone and and to have those people supporting me that are close by it's it's been a great experience and each of those experiences very much unique grand rapids obviously my hometown and playing for them for five seasons was an incredible experience we had a great crowd and then with flint and kalamazoo that gave me the opportunity after an injury in college um to come back and and make my way to chicago house and that experience in chicago was incredible as well to just be a part of that club in its first season and um in the nisa league it was it was it was awesome and playing at sea geek stadium it was a it was a cool experience and then michigan stars this year is probably back to my home state and it's been a joy to play here as well and then in college and everything at western michigan i mean college soccer is special um being able to play with the, the group of guys that you're living around and spending every day with and um yeah, all those experiences have, have definitely helped shape me as a person and a soccer player. So I'm grateful for each one.
0: Now, Anthony, you've been a versatile defender. I know your main position, especially when you came here to Chicago House last year, was a defensive midfielder. But you've shown your versatility and being willingness to try different positions on the defense, playing left back, playing right back. Um, why do you feel... Being so versatile has uh, benefited your game playing soccer.
1: I think the versatility is is a part of who I am as a player, and I mean, as as players, I think the, the most important thing is you're you're always wanting to help your team and and be on the field. And so for me, it's whatever position I can best help the team. I'm more than happy to to play that position, um, whether it's my best position on the field or not. It's not too important to me. Like I said, I mean, I'll help my team in any way, and winning is the the most important thing for me. And I I find joy in all the positions, so.
0: Yeah, it's great. I mean, the more more versatile you are, uh, the more options you give your coach to to play. And I know you you get to play a lot more games, so that's always uh, great to see. Now, Anthony, I'm just curious, like, who do you model your game after as a defender for soccer?
1: that's a great question because we just talked about the versatility and, and all of that. So there's, you know, at the highest level, there's, there's not too many players that are are playing tons of different positions. Um, So I I wouldn't say there's like one person um, that I look to and, and, and say, I model my game after this player, but I think I just take little pieces from a lot of different players from from right backs, from left backs, from midfielders, from wingers, even strikers. So I, I just take small pieces from, you know, quite a few different players at the highest level and, and try to apply it in the right moments.
0: Now, Anthony, as you mentioned earlier, you had a great experience playing with Chicago House last year and playing at SeatGeek Stadium. What is, your, What was your favorite memory uh, during your time with Chicago House last year?
1: Yeah, playing at Sea Geek Stadium was definitely special. Um, Driving up to that stadium and being able to play with the guys on the team last year. I think each and every home game was a pretty special occasion. And You know, the home games that we had success in were were the best moments for sure. I mean, beating L.A. Forest at the end of the season and the Stumptown win. um, Those are two that stand out for me um, as, as some of the high moments, like just in terms of the progress we made from the beginning of the year to the end of the year.
0: Is there any former house teammates that you still keep in touch with?
1: Yeah, I'm in touch with a uh, few players from the Chicago house days. I, I talk with Ian Saro, um, quite a bit cause he was a roommate, um, of mine when I was in Chicago. And then I'll talk with AR Smith here and there. And, um, Michael Kafari, I got to speak with him a few times throughout the season and um other guys just here and there I'll, I'll speak with them but hopefully in the off season I'll I'll have some more time to to connect with some of those guys because um we had a special group there last year and, and a lot of good guys on that team.
0: Now Anthony as you kind of allude to Chicago House, they decided to move down and and play in the Midwest Premier League this past season. And obviously my audience, they are well aware from my experience of what happened with the house. But I was just curious you being as a player, um, once you got the news about the uncertainty with Chicago house, like how did that affect you this past off season? And how did you end up with the Michigan stars?
1: Yeah. Chicago house definitely had a, a, a big effect on me as a player um, and, and helped my growth and development as a player. I mean, learning from CJ Every day was was great. Just to be able to pick his brain and and hear the tactical side of the game from his perspective, I, I learned a lot from him. Um, and then Guillermo as well was great, just in terms of developing as a player and seeing the game from a film perspective and um, from his standpoint. And then Matt Poland and Dugu they were they were great as well, and I learned a lot from them as well. Um, and and even Trevor Banks who. He uh, he got the job here at Michigan Stars, and, and he was the reason and the connection that I had to come to the club. And um, he was a big part of me actually when I, I first joined Chicago House and um, going to a invite combine tryout with the Chicago House. Trevor Banks was um, the first coach that I connected with there, and um, you know I'm grateful for for his part in my journey with the Chicago House and as well as with Michigan Stars.
0: Yeah, you mentioned to me earlier in our conversation with the uncertainty, you kind of didn't know it was going to happen, But and you you mentioned you tried out with Detroit City FC for a bit. But what you mentioned, once Trevor Banks got to the Michigan Stars and was named the sporting director and the coach at the time, that gave you an opportunity to go up there, and now you're playing with the Stars. I was just curious, um, when you got to the Michigan Stars you started playing under Trevor Banks, like how was that adjustment for you or because you're so familiar with him that there wasn't too much an adjustment going from playing with CJ Brown last year and then earlier in the season playing with uh, Trevor Banks as your coach?
1: Yeah, there's, there's definitely a bit of a change in style in terms of what we wanted to do at Chicago house and, and what we want to do at Michigan stars. Um, but as, as far as playing with Trevor, I mean, for me, it was always a Chicago house. You know, they had a belief in me from a, coaching standpoint and and that for me as a player helps me to play more freely and also just reach a level that you know i i, do, I wouldn't be able to reach um just from self-belief um so trevor for me was a, a big piece in just being able to settle in at the club and and just have someone that that believed in me as a player and um it's been great to to have the rest of the coaching staff and, and the club here back me as well in my time here
0: now, Anthony, as you know, the club did decide to part ways with Trevor Banks a few months ago. Obviously, I know you probably can't share much about what happened there, but I was just curious, from your perspective as a player, how did your team adjust uh, to the coaching change?
1: I think one of the the best parts of the club here is is the group of guys and the players. We're we're all close as a team, and it, it's a younger team, so. A lot of guys closer in age than, than last year that we had with Chicago. So um, we've been a tight-knit group since the beginning, um, and, and that's allowed us to, to make that transition in, in a good way. Um, so I think just as a group, we've always been pretty focused on our, our goals as a team, um, regardless of who's at the helm. Um, and that just comes down to the, the character um, of the group.
0: Yeah, and once that change was made, the team improved. You guys got 17 points in your final eight regular season matches in NISA. So you guys definitely went up and finished third place in the table.
1: Yeah, we definitely came together over the the final stretch of the season and, and started to get results. And I think a lot of that is a testament to the foundations that we built um, from day one and have continued to build in, in the time here and you know there's ups and downs in a, in a long season um, but our, our group's done a great job of being able to handle that and stay focused and continue to get results.
0: Now the owner of the team is George Junkai but you as a player I was curious what's it like seeing George Junkai hanging out with you guys on the bench during games?
1: George is great. Honestly, he 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 loves this club. He wants the best for each of the players and um, for this team, and and he wants to win the championship just as much as any of the guys. So, um, from a player perspective, I mean, to have an owner that that backs us, uh, I think it's a it's a big support for us.
0: Now, what are some things you guys do during the season? And well, you just got there. you've been there for almost a a year now, but what are some things you guys do in the community up there in the Metro Detroit area to get involved um, in the community up there? I know you guys have a a big presence with the youth soccer teams in the area, but is there anything else you guys do throughout the season to stay involved in the community?
1: Mainly this season, it's just been um, stopping in um, with our youth clubs and, and sending groups of players um, throughout various weeks just to, you know, go and say hi to the players and the youth teams. And, you know, uh, go. we actually went to a game um, as a team and, and supported one of the younger, uh, I think it was like the U-12 boys team. We went to one of their games. So that was a cool experience. And then um, being able to have them in the stands supporting us is, is great as well come game day. Yes,
0: I saw the tweet yesterday from George Junkai encouraging the youth soccer teams to come out. And it's going to be free, free, free attendance for those guys. So that should be great to see on Sunday. Anthony, can you talk about the atmosphere from your experiences? here playing at Romeo high school. Of course you play Chicago house. So you've been there before, but now you're on Michigan stars. So can you just talk about the atmosphere playing games at Romeo high school? And you also did play some games over on, at the michigan sports complex on the the field there as well
1: yeah for me it's 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 different than most of the guys because i grew up in michigan and i played high school soccer um so i'm pretty used to the the high school fields in michigan um so me it's been kind of like a full circle um going back to like high school soccer and then coming here and you know you're playing on a high school field and um you know i Obviously, I think last year at, at Geek Stadium, um, that's a more desirable place to play. But for our team, you know, at at this level, um, we're more than happy to step out on any field, whether that's our sports complex or Romeo High School and, and do what we came here to do, which is to win a championship.
0: Now, Anthony, you know as a player, there's always noise about your team. Uh, the Michigan Stars, good or bad. Not sure if you guys check tweets or anything, but it's always curious what I hear about Michigan stars and people talk about your your style of play or this or, or that or you score goals or any of that. Do you guys uh, kind of let that kind of read too much into that, or you just focus on your game?
1: Yeah, we definitely hear the noise, but for us, it's just mainly staying focused as a as a group and. Um, you know, we have our um, game plans and then we stick to those plans and um, it's it's got us results this season and here we are in the, the finals. So um, I think our, uh, our team has been a lot of fun to be on this year and then, you know, regardless of how you get results and um, I think you can see some really good moments of improvement from the team and um, it's been great. Um, to be a part of this group and, and continue to grow with these guys. So,
0: Anthony, I you know you mentioned being close at home, being close to your your family. How has that experience been going for you? Has your dad? I met your dad when you were trying out for the team here with Childhouse last year, and your family. And that's pretty cool. So, have they gotten a chance to see some of your games uh, during the season?
1: Yeah, my parents have been able to come out to a lot of games, which is uh, great to have their support, and then. Uh, my girlfriend and her family have been able to come out for a lot of games, and even my aunts and uncles in the area and some of my cousins. So, for me, it's been it's it's great to have support so close by and to be able to have them at a lot of games, and even some friends who have made the trip in um, having them in the stands. A lot of that is it makes for some special moments.
0: Now, Anthony, throughout your playoff journey with the team, you guys defeated Syracuse Pulse at home. And then you went on the road this past weekend and defeated Chattanooga FC. Of course, we know the battle with Chattanooga FC was very interesting this year. You guys had three draws, and then in early October, Chattanooga came and beat you at your place. And then you guys returned the the favor in the semifinal. Uh, Can you just give us some insight on how you feel your team performed in those two matches?
1: Yeah, I think our, our results against Chattanooga show the the growth of our team throughout this season. Um, and I don't have too much to say on it, but um, that game down in Chattanooga was was a great experience to be able to play down there and in front of their crowd, and to be able to get that win. I mean, with the group of guys, I think in some of the videos you can see you can see the unity and, and what it means to the team.
0: Yeah, getting the goal off a set piece and. I know I was reading some stats somewhere where, where the Michigan stars like every time they score first they're like undefeated so I've always been curious you playing defense like why do you feel you guys do so well defensively you guys only gave up like 15 goals in 23 matches but I would say that's pretty impressive
1: I think that comes down to the commitment of each player on the team the commitment to defend the commitment to attack and um strive for um, just, I guess, strive for the best in terms of uh, both offensively and defensively. And regardless of if you're the striker or if you're a center back, like um, your job is to to do what's best for the team in each moment. And the commitment from the group has been a big reason for the success, both defensively and offensively.
0: Now your opponent on Sunday will be be Albion San Diego. You guys played them twice this season and split the season series. Both sides are getting a win. Uh, do you expect anything different against Albion on Sunday?
1: I think the group of guys, we're, we're just excited to play this game and, and for this opportunity to play in the NISA finals. It's not, you know, some guys play five, six seasons before they even get a playoff win. and we've been able to get to this season and, and to be a play or be able to play in a championship game regardless of who it's against. I think the group's excited and it's San Diego. That's how it, that's how the cards played out and, and we're, we will be ready to go this Sunday.
0: Yeah. And how do you guys feel being the host? You're the number three seed, so You guys get to host at home. How can you talk to me about how the fans in Michigan are getting excited for uh, the match on Sunday?
1: yeah it's it's definitely exciting to have the home game, and we've been able to connect with with some of the youth around here so we're we're hoping for a good turnout in this game and um any support that we get we're we're happy for those people to be there in the stands and regardless of of who shows up we're we'll be ready to play our game and um we're just excited again for that opportunity to be able to play in the finals
0: all right anthony and what are you what do you feel are your keys uh, to victory against uh, Albion San Diego on Sunday?
1: I think going back to what I was talking about in terms of defensively, why we've been able to find so much success, but even attacking-wise, I think it's just the commitment from the players, and I think that's the biggest key for us to just continue to do what we've been able to do and achieve as a group and just be committed to one another as a group.
0: All right, Anthony. Thanks. Uh for taking time this evening to chat with us about your team, the Michigan Stars, and I wish you guys the best of luck on Sunday.
1: Thank you, Josh, I appreciate your time, and we're excited for this game.
0: I want to thank Michigan Stars defender Anthony Bowie for joining our show tonight. And I hope you guys enjoyed my interview with Albion San Diego play-by-play announcer Hector Trujillo as well. Two good interviews to help us prepare for the championship match on Sunday between Albion San Diego and the Michigan Stars. It should be a good one. I wish I could be there in person to cover the game. But as I mentioned in my previous episode, I'll be in Peoria on Saturday to cover high school cross country for the state championship. So I'll be busy with that. But I will be watching the game on Sunday and be looking forward to catching all the action. And of course, Needs Today FC will be back next week to recap all the action from the final on Sunday. And with that, that will conclude This edition of Nisa Today FC. If you guys have any feedback, comments, or suggestions, please DM me on my Twitter page. It's at JT underscore Taylor 88. If you want to follow all the latest updates on the show, you can follow us on our social media handles. We're on Facebook at Nisa Today FC. We're also on Instagram at Nisa underscore Today FC. And we're on Twitter at Nisa underscore Today FC. You guys enjoy the championship match on Sunday, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye for now.